Okay, so we are in week three of this series, which is called Identity, because we're talking about what your identity is. And like I've said each week, you guys are at a point where a lot of people, almost everybody, is trying to make you into what they want you to be. Uh, and some good, some bad, but it, it's, it's always trying to take away your decisions, trying to take away your identity, or trying to replace your identity with what they want. Uh, and a lot of the people are like, hey, you're too immature, be more mature. And a lot of people are like, hey, you're too mature, be more immature. And it can be really confusing. Uh, you have a lot of school, you have sports, you have friends, you have uh, all kinds of stuff worrying about fitting in. And all this stuff goes into your identity. And so far we've talked about the fact that you belong. That you belong because Jesus died for you, that he loves you, that, that everything that he's done is for you. And that love goes forever. No matter what you've ever done, no matter what you will ever do, he still loves you. Now you can turn away from him. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect. But if you keep going towards him, if you keep loving him, if you build your identity around him, you will always have him. Uh, he's always going to love you no matter what, and you'll always have a chance back to him. Um, what I'm going to talk about this week is the fact that not everybody's going to like you. And so this is from John 15, uh, 18 through 27. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. This is Jesus talking. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me, for they have rejected the, the one who sent me. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. Uh, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. This fulfills what is written in the scriptures. They hated me without cause. So basically Jesus is saying everybody hates me because I'm treating them with respect, because I love them, because I do the right thing, because I do the good thing. And it's weird because you'd look at that and be like, well, why wouldn't they love them? Love him because he literally never hurt anybody and he never hated anybody and he healed people regardless of their faith and he loved people regardless of their faith. Uh, some of the people, like the Pharisees, hated him because he made them look bad. Because him doing the right thing made it look, uh, show, shown a spotlight on the fact that they weren't living right. That they were just taking power. That they were trying to have control. And that they didn't really care about people so much as they cared about getting the money. And they cared about being in charge. And him going against that and just talking to people and saying, hey, it's about love. Love God, love others. And it's about helping. And it's about treating everybody with respect. It's about doing uh, to others what you'd want done to you. They're like, well, that sucks. Like, we want power. We want control. This is what, not what we want. We want it to look different. We want it to look like we want it to look. And, and so they hated him. Uh, a lot of people hated him because of the same thing. Because anytime he did the right thing, like, for example, uh, when he washed Judas' feet, Judas betrayed him. You've heard of Judas. Judas betrayed him, uh, turned him into the Romans, to the Jews to kill him. And um, Yet when he washed all the disciples' feet, he also washed Judas' feet, which meant he loved him. He showed him love. He showed him respect. Now, everybody else is like, wait, so he's actually loving his enemies. He's actually treating everybody the same. How in the world am I supposed to do that? Like, I can't do that. Uh, one of the things I've said to you guys is it's always easier for people to tear you down if you're doing the right thing than to build themselves up. So, like, if you're not making fun of somebody, like, there's a big group of people making fun of somebody and just throwing shade at them and making them feel bad, uh, and you're not involved or you say to stop, like, a lot of the people are going to dislike you because it's like, hey, they think they're better than me. Even though they don't really think you think that, it's just like, this makes me feel bad about myself. And some people don't know how to handle that. Um, I saw Hamilton last night, and so I'd seen it before, but the story, I'm going to spoiler alert, although guys, it's history, you should know it anyway, but uh, Aaron Burr is the person who ended up killing Hamilton, again, sorry, spoiler, 
But um, throughout the whole thing, his entire life, and this is real, this is not just a musical, his entire life was about being in the middle and like not letting anybody know exactly what he thought and what he believed and just kind of riding the fence and being uh, whoever people wanted him to be. And his identity would change depending on who he was. His identity would differ depending on who he was with because that's all he cared about. He wanted people to not hate him. He wanted people to uh, agree with him and to, to like him. And he wanted to be popular. He wanted all that. Hamilton, on the other, on the other hand, Alexander Hamilton, uh, he would always say what he believed. And he always would just immediately say, hey, I believe this. Hey, this is what we should do. And he was always the first to speak. And so Aaron Burr throughout like the musical and throughout history is like, dude, you keep saying that and your enemies are going to hear it. And Alexander's like, I don't care. You have to stand for something. And he makes this quote, and this is a famous quote, not just from him, but if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. And so what that means is if you don't stand up for what you believe in, if you're not who you are, if you don't have an identity, then everybody is going to be able to push you around. And so Aaron Burr continued getting pushed around and pushed around and pushed around. And it finally pushed to the brink where he got so angry that he challenged Alexander to a duel and Alexander didn't want to kill him and he killed him and all this stuff. And you can read history or see the play, whatever. But the point is, he hated Hamilton just because he was doing the right thing, just because he was trying to help other people, just because he was trying to lead, just because he was trying to be himself. In your life, so many people will say, be yourself. And then those same people will sometimes kind of punish you for being yourself. And so again, it's all these confusing messages that you get. And so what Jesus is saying here is, do your best. Like, do your best every day. Try to be like me. Try to love everybody. Try to, to love God. Try to treat everybody like you'd want to be treated. Try to help people. Try to be kind. Try to pray for everybody. All of these things we know we're supposed to do. You know, don't give in to temptation. Don't hurt other people. Don't hate. Don't gossip. Don't be mean. Don't eat baloney. Like, all these different things that you're supposed to try to do. Uh, and he's telling you all of that. And then he also says, but listen, the more you do this, the more people are going to hate you. And so we're like, wait, why would we do this? Um, life sucks sometimes. And it's not fair that the better you are at something, the more people hate you. Uh, I am going to say a name, and this isn't a Christian example, but it's an example. And some people, I guarantee, even if they don't react, they're going to react inside. Uh, I am a Tom Brady fan. A lot of people, thank you, a lot of people hate him just because he wins Super Bowls. And they add reasons on top of that. Um, there are a lot of people like that that you can name, and it's not just athletes, it's everything. People that are the best, people that do their best, people that stand out. A lot of people hate them and want them to fail because they're jealous sometimes, or because uh, it's just it's not what they're used to, or whatever. So, like again, the better you do, often there are going to be people that try to pull you down. And so again, you're like, how? Why would I do this? Like, why would I build my identity around this? Why would I put a spotlight on myself? Uh, I could say because of heaven, I could say because it helps people, and both of those things would be true, but because it's always better to be yourself. And I say that because who you are matters, and what you think, and how you feel, and everything about you matters. And anybody who says, hey, you're a kid, your feelings don't matter yet, wait till you're done, that, that's garbage. Like, how you feel is how you feel. Things that bother you, they should bother you, that's okay. Uh, things that hurt you, that's real hurt. And so you are a person. You are someone who matters. You are worth it. All of these things that I say and all of these things that I mean. And even though it sucks when people hate you for doing the right thing, when they hate you for knowing who you are, when they hate you for excelling, when they hate you for standing out, even though that sucks, it's so much better to know who you are. And so once you start to change that for other people, 
then you start to feel worse about yourself. And then you start to question things. And then you start to never know who you are. And, and right now, maybe in high school or middle school, it kind of you can fit in for a while. But then you get to college and you get to life and you get to work and you get to family and all these things. If you're constantly like, I need to fit in with these people, then you know, you're going to end up like Aaron Burr. Uh, and you're going to kill Alexander Hamilton. No, but you're going, to, you're going to never know who you are. You're always going to be changing it. You're always going to be worried. And again, I get that it's hard to say, wait, so you're saying that one of the big things for being a Christian is that people are going to hate me for it? Not everybody's going to hate you because some people are going to recognize who you are. And even the people that hate you, even the people that turn away from you, they see that you're doing the right thing and that plants a seed. And so there are a lot of people, and the adults could speak to this, there are probably a lot of people in your life who will at one point really kind of not like you because of whatever. But then later on, maybe they'll get the hint. Maybe they'll change. Maybe they'll even thank you. Most of the time they're going to thank you, but maybe their lives will turn around. And that's what's important. But for you, at least you know you're doing the right thing. So in everything, if you're doing the right thing and you're doing your best, then that's all you can do. That's literally you've done your best. So at the end of the day, you can always say, man, today was kind of good or today sucked, but either way, I did my best. I did literally the best that I could do. And that's what we do. And that's what Jesus is saying. He's like, hey, they hated me without cause, so they're going to hate you. But because I went through this, you know that I understand it. And so you can always come to me. You can always talk to me. And the people in this room, the adults, the teens, the people in this church, the people in your family, the people in your life, they will listen. And so you want to have people that will listen, that will understand, even if everybody else seems like they're against you, because you're always going to know that you're not alone. You're always going to know that you're doing the right thing. You're always going to know that your identity is set. Uh, last part of the scripture here. Um, but I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. That's the Holy Spirit. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have seen or you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. So basically he says, I'm going to send the advocate, which means uh, an advocate is like a lawyer. So the Holy Spirit kind of speaks on your behalf. Uh, one of the things that he does is sometimes when we pray, we're all kind of messed up. and We don't really know what we're saying and we're upset, we're emotional. And we have all these different thoughts and feelings. And it's like, I don't know how to put this into words. He understands that and he explains that and he helps you to translate that. But the other thing, the big thing, he connects you to literally every other believer, like everybody, whether we've been here or not, and you always have this connection always with you. That means even when you feel alone, you're not actually alone. Even when you feel hated, you're not actually hated. Even when you feel that spotlight burning down, other people are feeling that too. That's one of the reasons I push youth so much all the time, because you're with people who are here and choosing to be here. And no one in this room, myself included, is perfect, but all of us are at least choosing to be here and trying to do our best. And so being together, we see that. And it's kind of like a gas station that at the end of the week, you kind of fill up and you're like, hey, I'm at least not alone. Like at least other people kind of want to do this and want to try this. And then you go to school and school can be rough. School can be good. However, it works. The brighter that spotlight is, that means the better you're doing. And again, I get that it hurts. Believe me, I get that it hurts because I get, I get hate from a lot of different sides sometimes. Uh, and sometimes it's people in churches, sometimes it's people in the world, sometimes it's people elsewhere, like whatever, and it sucks. And it hurts, but I know that I am doing my best. And I know that Jesus loves me, even if I don't love myself. And I know that, that I can make a difference by continuing to be who I am. And that's what you can do. And so it's not always going to be bad. It's not always going to be hate. As you grow, as you continue to find who you are and you find assurance in your identity, you're going to realize that you don't even notice the hatred as much. It doesn't mean it's not going to hurt sometimes, but you're not going to notice the spotlight because you're just living your life. You're being who you are and you have the right people around you and the right people are going to respond to that and be with you and love you and help you and all these things. 
And so all you have to do, literally all you have to do, is do your best every day. Uh, sometimes we are really hard on ourselves, especially with a test coming up or something big or something happens or we screwed up. But all you can ever do is your best. And you learn from your mistakes and you learn each day and you try. But if you stand up and you do what you think is right and you believe and you stand on those beliefs and you treat people with respect and you treat people with love, your identity is set. And no matter what anybody else thinks, they can't change that. They cannot take that away from you. They cannot do anything like that to you. So you just keep going and the right people get around you. You come here, you get refreshed, and you keep going forward knowing that one day, one day it's all going to feel so much different because you're going to realize, hey, I am who I am. And I withstood the spotlight and I continued to grow. And then along the way you help others to feel the same. That's all I got.